Today on a special edition of the Locked on Sundals, I'm joined by safety Xavion Alford to talk about his journey to Arizona State and a little bit more. Let's hop into it on this edition of the Locked on Sundals. Our Locked on Sun Devils, your daily podcast on the Arizona State Sun Devils. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to the Locked On Sun Devils podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Richie Bradshaw, and I will be your guide for everything Arizona State Sun Devils. As always, thank you guys for tuning in, and a special shout out to the everydayers that are here every day. Wherever you're getting your podcast, hit like and subscribe, and turn on those notifications so you get an update whenever we post new content. I am joined today by safety Xavion Alford, transferring in to the program. Xavion, how are you doing, my friend? I'm doing good, doing well, doing well. Uh, excited, excited to be on the show. So, yeah, yeah. I appreciate you taking some time out of your day. So let's hop into a bit of the conversation. Show you have been a little bit all over the place. Started at uh, Texas, moved on to USC. Now you're at Arizona State. What's that journey been like so far for you? What's that experience been like? Um, it's definitely been a great experience, a learning experience. Uh, definitely learned a lot uh, living in different places of the world, being in different universities, um, meeting different people, uh, just seeing different things. So uh, for me, it ultimately, I feel like it made, makes me who I am today, um, just to be in such unique places and uh, great places. So I'm excited to be here at Arizona State and looking forward to the future. We're certainly excited to have you. There's There's been some really good competition in camp that we'll talk about here in just a second, but I am curious. There's there's a lot of colleges out there in the United States. What made you choose Arizona State? Uh, it just felt like it was the best decision for me, ultimately. Uh, just being here the four months that I've been here since January, uh, definitely look back on it and very glad I made this decision uh, from all aspects, whether it's uh, – Arizona as the state, um, the school, Arizona State, or just really just the team. Uh, everything's been um, great, and everything's been exactly what I thought it was going to be, so I'm excited. We certainly love to hear that. Taking a look at this team, there's a lot of change from last year, starting at the top with a new head coach in Kenny Dillingham, but a new defensive coordinator in Brian Ward. What has it kind of been like working with Coach Ward, he was the defensive coordinator at Washington State last year. He's now our guy here. What are your thoughts on Brian Ward? What are your thoughts on the defense that he's kind of put together so far? Um, I was kind of familiar with him at Washington State, not very too much, but um, from the time he got the job and he called me and explained what the defense was and what it was going to be, um, it's been very exciting. Um, it's been great to learn. He's a great coach, uh, and I love his um, defensive scheme. And loves what it does for all positions on defense. I feel like it's a really aggressive um, scheme, and it's really attacking. Um, we let make kind of make the offense do what we want them to do. So um, it, it's been great playing on the coach Ward and his uh, scheme, and I'm excited for the future. Really, what has it been like working with Brian Carrington as the defensive backs coach? Has he definitely been a lot hands on with you guys? What's it What's it like working with him specifically? Um, it, it has been uh, great, actually. Um, obviously, he's he's a, a great coach and uh, just a great person, really. So uh, that ultimately helps when learning uh, concepts and stuff on the field. But as a DB group, we all kind of meet together, so we're really familiar with each other. And I feel like that 
coaching to put that coach to player relationship and this really all of us as a group um, is really meshing well and that's something that you need going into the season in the back in the back end the secondary it's all about communication and being on the same page so I feel like all that is translated um, into into I'm uh, going to be good basically good on the field yeah and that's the next thing I wanted to ask you about as you talk about everyone meshing so well together during uh, the spring practices uh, not only the ones I was able to attend, but, you know, the rest of the media that was there, it was nonstop conversation about what you guys were able to do from a pass rushing standpoint, from a coverage standpoint. You were one of the guys that stuck out, too. I made sure to take a special note of you, made a few interceptions there. How do you feel you performed personally from the spring practices that we were able to hold for about a month's time? Um, I feel like uh, I feel like I took a, a good step. Um feel like obviously there's always more room for improvement, but obviously getting the scheme for the first time uh, and practicing live reps, um, I feel like I did a good job. Obviously, I'm hard on myself, so I'm always going to work to get better. But, uh, yeah, it was just good to be out there in this defense flying around. It's very fun to play in this scheme, just to be able to make plays and just be on the field, be running around healthy. So uh, not out there with the rest of those guys on defense, uh, everybody. Uh, it's been fun really just getting after and working. So um, getting a little glimpses and flashes of what uh, we couldn't be, we can be in the season and uh, what we're working towards. So ultimately um, it was a good spring for me. I feel like I took a big step. Got to talk to you guys about our friends over at Built Bar. If you're looking for a delicious snack that you don't want the sugar and calories, you got to get the best tasting protein bar ever built. You got to try this. If you're like me, you want to make healthier snack choices, but you don't want to compromise on taste. Good news. I've got just the thing for you. It's Built Bars and Built Puffs. They're healthy. They taste amazing. They're so amazing. You won't think they're good for you. Again, you got to try this. What makes them so good? Well, for starters, they're covered in 100% real dark chocolate. You heard me right. Real chocolate. They come in unbelievable flavors too, like churro, peanut butter brownie, cookies and cream, and more. I'm not sure how Built does it. But these bars taste like a candy bar while maintaining amazing macros. What's even better is that they're healthy. It's only 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, and a whopping 17 grams of protein. And now you don't have to wait around for a box for years. We've been talking about ordering your Built Bars at Built.com. But now you can get them at your local Walmart or Sam's Club while you can still get your specialty flavors at Built.com. So if you want to head to your nearest Walmart today, Go to the pharmacy section and grab yourself a box of Built Bars. You can get a four box of cookies and cream, double chocolate, and coconut puff. If you're closer to Sam's Club, run in, get a 13-bar box of our hit flavors, brownie batter, and churro. You can thank me later. Get yourself a great-tasting protein bar. Get yourself the difference with Built Bar. want to mention that next week we will be taking a look at the Sun Devils special games that were announced, the blackout game, the maroon monsoon we'll be going over all that next week make sure you tune in everydayers and the rest of you guys as well Xavion alfer joining me right now let's take a look at 2023 there's there are some interesting expectations here i think that a lot of people are expecting asu to definitely be one of the worst teams in the pac-12 but if you talk to the coaches and you talk to the players there's there's an attitude here where these these players, including yourself, are not in the business of losing a lot of games this year. What are your 
personal expectations that you think this team can deliver? Uh, as a team, I feel like my personal expectations uh, are to just come in and work every day, take it day by day. Um, obviously, looking ahead to the future is always exciting. Towards the season, it's exciting. But ultimately, this spring, I feel like as a team, we put ourselves in a, a very good place. Obviously, from a competitive, physical, um, conceptually learning schemes, uh, getting to learn, and just really as chemistry, uh, gelling together. I feel like, uh, obviously, every, everybody's – we're being slept on, I feel like. So we know in the building what we can do, and that's really all that matters, the people that's in the building. And uh, ultimately what we do each day and every week um, to be able to go out there and perform um, this season every Saturday. So I feel like um, where we're working towards and where we're going, uh, we're going to shock a lot of people. I am here for it. And I know that Kenny Dillingham is going to be one of the masterminds behind that. Has he expressed to you guys any expectations? I'm sure that he's talked about we're going to win every single game. We're going to go to a bowl game, stuff like that. What are what are Dillingham's expectations for the team by itself? Um, his expectations is for us to come in and work every day, like every single day, literally just take it day by day. And um, they it's obviously a standard and a culture that we're building and um, that everybody's buying into. And uh, it's really been – like I said, we've been taking the necessary steps to be able to uh, come a good team. And uh, obviously, uh, with everything last year, um, how they – how – sorry. Obviously, everything last year had just, like, the triumph and stuff of the season and stuff. Like, me not being here, um, I kind of can feel, feel it from last year. So, us just coming together as a team, really, and uh, just building chemistry, kind of scratch it and just move forward and just be the best we could be every day. Does Brian Ward have any expectations for you guys? This is obviously not a very good defense last year, but there's a lot of changes that are coming. There, There's new guys in the front seven. There's linebackers who haven't got a lot of starting experience. And besides Chris Edmonds, Jordan Clark, and Roe Torrance, there's a lot of competition right now, which includes yourself at the safety spot or defensive back if they want to flex you around. But what is Brian Ward thinking that he wants to do for you guys? Um, he just wants us to obviously execute, execute every play and know the system in and out and just be able to go play free and um, make plays. Um, obviously, his defense at Washington State was uh, one of the better defenses. And uh, I can, you could really see that um, this spring with the strides that we took from day one to the last uh, spring game. Uh, obviously, everybody and myself included was feeling more comfortable with the defensive scheme. And his expectations, expectations for us to, to come out and compete as hard as we can every day, um, run to the ball with max effort, everybody do their job. And when we look at um, when we look at the, the stat sheet or whatever scoreboard at the end of games um, this season, ultimately it'll uh, reflect that. It's funny that you mentioned that he wants you to execute because when I got to sit down and talk to him, that was a word that he repeated over and over again. Is that – is that definitely something that he says every single meeting is execute, execute, execute? Yeah, uh, it's what we say every time we meet uh, together, like really as a defense and as a team. Like that's just kind of a standard um, now ASU uh, with Coach Dillingham, Coach Ward, and the staff that he's bringing in. They want us to execute in everything that we're doing, whether that's um, on the field, conceptually, off the field, just being, just going about how you go about things, really just doing it 100% and executing. Now, earlier I asked you about some personal expectations for what you want from the team, but what about yourself? Are there any goals you have in mind? 
I am also curious, uh, you missed pretty much all of last year with some injuries. What's, what's it been like coming back from that? Like, do you feel like there's, there's certain limitations? Do you feel like a hundred percent, like it's in the past, not worried about it. What's kind of the process been like coming back from injury? Um, it's ultimately been a learning experience for me. Um, obviously going through, uh, injury is obviously tough. Um, being on the side, watching when you've been playing this game your whole life, but I ultimately use it as motivation to be better than I was before or for the last time that I was able to um, be on the field and practice. So this spring for me, I took very seriously. Um, obviously missing the time that I missed, wanted to be able to um, not knock, knock any rust off, but kind of just get my feedback on the grass and just have fun again, just enjoy, enjoy playing football. And um, really my expectations for me are um, obviously to, invest time into the details, the small things, um, clean up uh, the little things, obviously, and whatever Coach Ward is teaching us to do and apply on the field, um, try to master it so that when we're able to play in those games, I'm able to play full speed and make as much plays as I'm um, able to make. Any particular statistics that you want? Uh, like, do you want a bunch of interceptions, bunch of tackles? Yeah, uh, my expectations to fill the stat column, really, to have a to have stats in every column, rather than sacks, fumbles, uh, a lot of interceptions are going to come um, for sure. And, uh, yeah, really just doing my job every play, doing whatever I can to help this team win and obviously come on, come out on top during the season um, on Saturday. So excited. All right. One more time for my listeners and my first day, or not first day, everydayers, make sure you check out next week's episode as we're going to be going through all of the upcoming games for the team what the uniforms are going to be, maybe rank them a little bit. We'll find out when we get there, but make sure you tune in. Got it. Got Xavier and Alfred with me. Now, lastly, I want to know a little bit about you. I know that people want to know about you too. Being a transfer, no one's super familiar with you yet. So this is an opportunity for us to get to know you and something I got to know because I talked to your teammate CJ fight about this. Everyone knows that high school football in Texas might as well be a religion out there. What was it like playing Friday Night Lights when you were when you were out there? Man, that experience for the four years, uh, obviously playing high school football in Texas and playing at Shadow Creek, the high school I was, it was unreal. Um, it was a new school when I went there, so the way they do the classifications in Texas, it's like every two years. So the first two years we played games, like kind of all over Texas was – scavenging a little really trying to find games to play and once they put us into a classification which was um uh 5a division one uh, we were able to go to the state championship go 15 and one and uh that was just an unreal experience for me and it's kind of was like a college style season really with um, playing 16 games in a season and traveling different places playing in big stadiums from dallas cowboys to the Texan stadiums, like in playoff games. Um, ultimately, I feel like prepared me to be able to play at this uh, high stage, obviously. But um, it definitely is a religion. Uh, definitely, Texas high school football is very big and it's very serious. Uh, um, almost like professional and collegiate sports, really. Um, it's, it's super serious um, in the state. So it definitely uh, make makes me who I am today and helps shape me. It truly is like. I don't think people in Arizona or really around the country realize how much Texas values its high school football. It's, it's broadcast on local television and all that stuff. Like it's a big deal. And while you were playing at shadow Creek, 
you weren't the only one who liked your play. You were a four-star kid coming out of high school. There was, I'm sure, tons of offers for you. What was the recruiting process like? Uh, who were some of the top schools that were after you? And what what overall was it like being a four-star kid and knowing that so many programs wanted you on their team? Um, it was, it ultimately was a blessing. Um, and it felt good to just know that, uh, all the hard work, uh, paid off because, um, I ultimately didn't start like that. Didn't start off as a four-star kid, had to, uh, work my way up, um, obviously work hard and just keep my head down and, uh, focus on um, what the task I had at hand. But, uh, recruiting process was definitely crazy. Um, for me, um, having a lot of the offers I did, obviously accomplishing, some of the goals I wanted to do, being an All-American, um, just uh, meeting different, uh, I guess you could say, legends as college coaches, being at different legendary schools. Um, it was just crazy for me. And uh, some of the top schools coming out of high school for me were uh, Texas, obviously, um, Alabama, LSU, and uh, really those really those four were uh, the two main four I was really um, deciding on where I was going to go. So ended up signing out of Texas, and then, I mean, obviously my journey led me here, so just glad to be here and uh, excited. Yeah, and staying home, I'm sure that was a really attractive option, especially for the school in Texas. Like, I'm sure you probably have a little bit of, like, a dislike for Texas A&M just because you got to play yeah. for a little bit, like a little friendly rivalry, but yeah, that's about as big time as it gets. Talking about you personally, though, what do you like to do in your free time? Are you a gym rat? Are you a Madden player, a Fortnite or Warzone? What do you like to do when you're not on the field? Um, I'm definitely a gym rat for sure. I definitely uh, do stay in the gym a lot where there's different weights, like working on functional movement, just trying to be sharp at all times. But uh, I do like to play video games, uh, play Madden, play 2K against teammates, you know, some of the guys on the team here. Um, I kind of like to get outside, too, and go experience different things, me being in different places in, in the world, obviously, uh, living in Los Angeles, living uh, here in Arizona, being from Houston. It obviously looks different with all the mountains and everything around it, just the weather. So um, getting outside and kind of trying to do um, do different things. But I have been um, picking up golfing a little bit, trying to golf, golf more. I started to golf more when I was in L.A. my last year um, at USC, but – uh since then it's kind of stuck with me so i kind of like swinging the golf club a little bit you looking to try out for asu's golf team pretty soon uh if they yeah if they'll take me or they'll work with me i don't know if i'm uh i'm ready for their level yet but uh if they be willing to work with me i'm sure i can get there uh, i'm sure that they would love to welcome you on there's been some pretty good guys playing at arizona state i don't know if uh <laughs> you've caught any track but there's been yeah. some pretty good players definitely you meant you mentioned you play uh, 2K in Madden. Who do you play as? I got to know who your teams are. Um, to be honest, like the way we, the way everybody's kind of doing it now, like at least all my uh, guys I hang with, we kind of just do random teams, like kind of to make it kind of interesting and make it kind of easy. So um, just playing with random teams, it forces you to have true skill because you might not have a, a better team than somebody else, but it's, it's, a, it's still a possible way you can win. So – it's just really um, – that makes it interesting, makes it fun. But um, teams on Madden, if I could play with a team all the time, I'd probably say the Dolphins because of just their speed. Oh. Um, and Tua has, like, ultimate max strength throw power on there, so you can literally launch the ball to Tyreek Hill and Jalen Water just down the field. Easy one-play touchdown. So 
Oh yeah. No one's catching them. Yeah. No one is catching them. They're way too fast. Um, overall, I guess, do you have any like best friends on the team? Like, have you gotten to know some guys that you hang out with routinely? Do you have a group? Like, do you like the defensive backs? Are you guys all like a tight knit? No, yeah. Defensive backs are definitely, we're definitely a tight group. And like I said, that's ultimately like going to help us when we're on the field together. Cause we actually know each other personally um, and hang out with each other. Um, We're obviously with each other outside the building when it's not all just football, football, but even when we're outside, we're still, talk about football, watching film, talk about different things we've seen, but obviously having fun just being around each other. So, um, yeah, definitely. But the whole team, definitely, we definitely do stuff a lot outside of the building, which ultimately as a team, like I said, is going to make us closer uh, when we go to war on on Saturdays. Love to hear it. Final question for you. Do you have anything to say to the Sun Devil fans that are hoping to see something good this year? Um, yeah, I'm the uh, Sun Devil fans. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited for the season. Uh, look forward to making a lot of plays um, in the stadium for you guys. And uh, it's going to be a great year. I feel it. We're putting in work every day. So um, come out and support. Uh, we love to support. Obviously, love to see you guys in the stands. So um, this summer and this fall is going uh, is very exciting. It's going to be great. So excited to see y'all. Hopefully, we're able to activate the Valley, as Kenny Dillingham says get everyone in the seats, but my friend, it's been a pleasure talking to you. Where can the good people find you on social media? If they want to follow you or anything like that. Um, on Twitter, you can follow me at 100 yard landlord. Um, same as Instagram. You can follow me at 100 yard landlord. Pretty active on those two. Those are the main two I use, but um, yeah. the That is absolutely the best handle. I think I mentioned that to you when I first saw it and I was like, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, make sure you guys follow and stick along as we're looking forward to Mr. Alfred here become one of the best defensive backs the Sun Devils have had. That's all that I got here for you guys. I will see you next week. So until then, you keep it locked right here on Locked on Sun Devils. Thanks for